0: Episode number 198, hosted by, oh, got this wrong, I can't remember my, my script, it's every all time. called in boxes, three um, of us now, holy moly. Wow, well, come right.
1: on, just because the three of us, happens every time, even when there's two of us. <laughs> the outtakes we've got, Lewis, are, I mean, uh, gold.
2: Yeah, I, I can imagine. Oh, and that's
1: just, just trying to say sentence. an intro. You know, once I wrote, like, I changed out the name, and I changed it from Tom Bryan to Tom Cruise, and he read it word for word, just straight mm-hmm. up.
0: Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm not even going to introduce this one. This is it. We're just going to start. This is episode 198. And folks, we've actually got a bumper threesome to, to tonight. Myself, yours truly, Tommy's here, and our new regular co-host as well. Or Is it co-host? Would it be a co-host? Saw, yeah, you co-host. Yeah. co-host. The Doc Talks Lewis Walker has joined the TRS team on a, on a permanent basis. So uh, this is... This is music to your ears, well it's not music to your ears, it's a podcast to your ears, but um, great to see you both, we're all, we're in three different rooms and uh, you're all looking live and, and ready to rock and roll for episode 198, two episodes before the, the big number 200, eh? How are uh, you I both? know.
1: Can't believe that's coming up. Do you know what I'm loving though? Actually, like Lewis is joining us is wearing what I think is a Birmingham 2022 polo, which yeah, is, is pretty. Yeah, in, Team Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I've got to say, I'm. I'm rocking. This is a uh, World Cross Edinburgh 2008 t-shirt. <laughs> it's a uh, retro. Kyle, where's where's your where's your gear? You work for Scottish Athletics. We're hoping for what some. What am I wearing? All
0: right, hold on, hold on. What am I? have got my. Oh, don't 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 take your top <laughs> off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's got Joe Mart on. Very good. What Look is that? At Scotch that, I've got Athletics? Some Joe
0: this, this is Athletics Trust Scotland. Yeah, it's very eh? good. Which is, uh, a branded podcast tonight. Yeah, you, you actually got off quite lightly, Tommy. I didn't slag you off to start with. I thought it'd be in our best behaviour since Coach Lewis is here. <laughs> um, what I will say is, uh, you know, Lewis, Lewis, uh, like I was going to say, where did you get that top from? But you, you earned that top because you were, you, you know, obviously Jenny Selman's. Uh, Absolutely, your athlete there. So I was about to be cheeky and say, where did you get that from? But uh, I had to bite my tongue, eh? So. Yeah, uh,
2: I was very, I was very fortunate uh, that, that Jenny got selected. Yeah, and to give to give me my top. Like in fact, I got two yeah. tops. I got this top, <laughs> and I got a super deeper tracksuit top as well. So nice. you, mean, there did, you go. Did
1: Kyle not get you a GB polo when he ran for no, the ultra, world no. Ultra Kyle,
2: Kyle, oh. Kyle Kyle got a GB top, uh, which which was great for Kyle. And then and then he lost it on the D side way, as I <laughs> yes. recall. He. he uh,
0: Let's, let's A few years about ago, that. you
2: know, who 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 would be as daft <laughs> as to as to go in your, 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 your fantastic GB top uh, and then lay it down and go and run some mile reps, and by the time right. you come back, your top's gone.
0: You know exactly. Well, didn't, so I I did actually. Well, I did lose it because, but I I I swear on this day, I hid that top behind like in this these bushes like in the middle of nowhere it wasn't even in a village it was on the line in, in between two villages in the bushes behind a tree and and, and it was gone I, I i did 10 miles came back and it was gone debbie also left a the top there that was also gone at the same time but there's a couple uh, of kids
1: you... in drumming kicking about in a gb who at the them <laughs> right now <laughs> so, um,
0: <laughs> But you know what's really funny is, um, like, it must have been a really, really slow weekend that that weekend because uh, Fraser Klein obviously did the the reporting for the the Press and Journal, and the my on the Monday, and instead of like the national championships or the district championships or this big race, the headline was GB runner Kyle Gregg lost his had his oh, GB Jesus top Christ. stolen. That was the headline. <laughs> I'll I, I'll never I'll I'll never like. I, I couldn't believe it when it opened, I felt embarrassed almost, like, come on, I'm not that big-time to, to be the headline of the Press and Journal, but... Uh, did, Kyle, did, they, we, did
2: we ever get you a second GB vest so you could get another tracksuit?
0: No, I never did, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we need to work on I that. It. I haven't got the selection standards, although there was a virtual, remember the, there was that virtual six-hour race I got Where? picked for the GB team. They never... um. I, I, there was me thinking I'll get some new kit, but nah you just had to wear your old kit, so that <laughs> so was gutted. Hundred K uh, so twenty
1: four hour twenty four hour on the track, surely. That's the that's the God next no. one, surely.
0: God no. Well it's uh, I remember my, my attempt at that a couple of years ago was very much short lived after eight hours of running nine and a half minute miles. So I will oh, that, that in a treadmill. A was that not on a treadmill? Was that the treadmill that's- one? No, no. Well, there was that one too. That I actually did okay there until I didn't. Um, <laughs> what was <laughs> what was it like? Well, you were there, Lewis, weren't you? Well, I, I was Aww. there,
2: and, and as you say, you were you were okay until you weren't. Uh, and but but I remember I remember Kyle, you know, dropping in, and you were already kind of grimacing, and yeah. you, you had you had one of these massage guns, so you were running with a massage gun drilling <laughs> into your hip at the same time. And I think you you'd done about eight hours at that point and you still that's right. You still had uh sixteen hours to go. <laughs> and you were telling me, oh, no, no, I'll be I'll be okay. No, no, I'll make it, I'll make it. And I was saying to Wendy, I'm not sure that's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> Do you know what was funny it was uh, there was a mirrors. So like just to set the scene folks, um so during COVID I had no other goals and most people didn't because we couldn't run, there was no races. So decided to run for the Gathimba Edwards Foundation uh, and CHAZ. So we we raised over £10,000 and it was going up every single hour. It was like, uh, you know, going up every 500 to a grand. So there's me at hour eight thinking I cannot quit now. I have to keep going because all these people have donated to the to the charity so it's like well I'll do whatever I can I was peeing in a bottle I was drilling into my hip with the massage gun you know and, and there's Lewis on you know on just looking like I had the mirrors in front of me there was a live stream coming up so there was a lot of people watching it it was it was incredible um and yeah I just I could see Lewis in the background just like looking going oh my word like and do you know what it, it it felt the way you looked was it was it was so painful for like 10 hours from hour 8 to hour 18 it was just agony and and I ended up like the belt just that I I kept getting slower and slower and slower and by hour 17 I was just like I couldn't keep up with the belt at 0.1 mile an hour at that point and that that was end of uh, the attempt but it was 116 was that 116
2: yeah, but, miles? I think it was. Yeah, Something no, you like did. That. Yeah, no, you did that. You did. Yeah, you actually lasted very well. What what gobsmacked me was you had some physio support, and, and I hope the physio is not listening just now. But every, <laughs> every, every 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 few miles, he kind of got you off the treadmill. And he put you through these these squats and kind of kind of <laughs> assisted squats and burpees and stuff. And I thought, oh right. my god, this is going to kill him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it almost did, I think. I mean, it'll kill me from COVID. It'll kill me uh, by su- yeah. yeah. But uh, no, those were the days. Eh? It was uh, it was uh, we're we're definitely on a new pastures now with um, all these races back up and running. Uh, a new format for tartan running shorts uh, as well. It's um, we've got an extra. I think this is our like first and only official recruitment. Hey, hey Tommy, I haven't I cut the as in recruitment, but uh, yeah. so so, so like we've brought say,
1: in some expertise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm deeply, deeply honoured.
0: It is. It's. I mean, as I said last, the last time we were on the show, like you've probably been on one of the the, the most the the most times in terms of interviewees and having your the Doc Talks features. But you know what we decided is to ensure a little bit of consistency with the podcast. We're we're pledging to to do it every two weeks, um be it all three of us. Uh, or if it's myself and Tommy or myself and Lewis or or Tommy and Lewis. Um mm-hmm. and uh in, in you know with a with a special guest on um, at least one of one of those uh, one of those two um, times within the four weeks so, uh, Joico, so yes
1: maybe a, a bit of a shout out back to listeners we've done this we've done this sort of plug before and we'll, we'll stir the bucket again who do you want to hear from you know we've kind yeah. of we've we've interviewed most of the 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 Sc- Scottish circuit we keep on out earthing you know new new names and new heroes you know one of my favourites so far this year Fraser Stewart that was great to get him on we've had Hamish Hickey, who do you want to hear from? Who do you want to hear from the Scottish circuit? Which which national global experts do you want to hear from? We'll try and reach out to them, but let us know. We will we will we will dig ourselves. But it would be great. Drop us an email at tartanrunningshots or send us something on one of our social media channels and let us know who you'd like to hear from. That's that would be very useful.
0: I think so too. That that would be brilliant. And you've got a member as well. We've been going on. We've been on the go for five years now. I think Lewis was one of the first uh, interviewees as well, you know. So it's, uh, we've, been go- right. we've been going back a long time. I thought we actually would only be going on for three years, but when I saw like a reminder on Facebook come up that we've been doing it for five years and it was like, something's coming soon. <laughs> and it was like the old logo of Tar and Running Shorts, which is, uh, yeah. but here we are. Uh, right we're, we're, we're almost at episode 200. And one, I suppose, one you know request would be what, what what, what, do you want to see in episode 200 folks oh, <laughs> you know if you've got the powers that be and um, I'm sure some of you listeners if you can help us reach someone of you know who would be an amazing guest to have on the show try and get in touch with them it's a special uh, it's a special um, yeah number to get to and I think at episode 100 we had the hawkins didn't we Derek and we Calum did hawkins yeah that was right on.
1: that was middle of middle of covid
0: that's right so here we are episode 200 so let us know as tommy said tartanrunnershorts at gmail.com uh but i, mean, this, I tell today,
1: you what, what i tell you be good so Lewis, you may you may or may not be aware of this the only person to turn down <laughs> trs laura muir laura if you're listening <laughs> we, we want you to so come you on the show <laughs>
0: We're wrong. hoping that now that
1: she's part of company Landy Young, maybe she's allowed to come on TRS, but I think it's, I'm more concerned it's Nike. Uh, ah,
2: yeah. right, okay. Or her own well, personal I, standards, I, I, perhaps. I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure that the way you've asked that question will lead to no. a positive response. <laughs> no. But.
1: No. I, I'm, but I'm also 99% sure that, that no one who, who has any. Uh, Ability to make that interview happen, including Laura herself is listening. But if, she, if you are listening, Laura, and you're like a secret, you listen to oh, it on your long runs, fan. that would be, that, that would be, fan. that would be class. Yeah, wouldn't
0: um, really it, just. Yeah, yeah. well, um, yeah, but no, it's only two episodes away. But today we're just going to have a, a threesome, just us, us three today, and chatting about our training, uh, future races. And, 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 and Lewis has got a special episode that will, uh, episode, a special t- Topic that will 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 seamlessly segue into uh, as we as we begin our our chat. So uh, so because it's three of us, I don't even know where the hell to start I, here. Well,
1: I we, think I, I think we should start with you, Carl That we're now oh, so the I've, West Ham way. How far away? How far are we away from the West Ham way? We're now what two three
0: weeks? We're going to be two weeks on Saturday, Tommy. Blimey. How so I, this is, is
1: really interesting to hear from athlete and coach in terms of. <laughs> what how, how, how has the last couple of weeks looked? How are you feeling? What are you what are you gonna do in the next couple of weeks? How how do you do you taper for a ninety-five mile ultra?
0: Lewis over you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Okay, well you, you, yeah, I, I like how you've thrown me in the deep end with with, with, the with this one, Kyle. Because you know, like let's be honest here, in the main You've been ploughing a bit of your own furrow as regards this ninety-five miler in training. You've been doing a bit of secret
0: stuff. This is amazing. I've been digging my own grave here. That's uh, well, oh name.
2: yeah, yeah. So, but but I think I think what you've said to me, and I'm not sure how how ingenuous or disingenuous this is, is that you've built everything on all of the great stuff we've been doing over the years that you've built this plan on. That's that's what you've been telling me.
0: Yeah. And you know what it's um it's it's on Strava as well, eh? It's uh, it's all on, on, on Strava to see. Uh which is probably like I, I, I mean I I last few months I've not really been using a watch and when I do I just yeah I just don't I don't put it on. Um but I've tried to like put it all on like all my training just to almost show accountability not just to myself but to to Lewis and the people who like look at my training and like making a a, a, you know an effort to to give me advice and training um but you're right like I mean over 10 years of of being coached by by Lewis and I've learned a huge amount during that time not from just you know from a the, the sort of like training methods and approach, the the mental side of things and, and 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 not just you know that but also learning from the races I've been doing as well and, and the experience and and even when it, it comes to like we spoke about it, like the Hardmore is 100 or 80 miles whatever it was we spoke about that on the episode so I won't bore, bore you again. Um, the amount of stuff you learn from the, the races that go wrong is 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 far more impactful than i think when a race goes right for me anyway um, and yeah. even the utmb like you know when we did the utmb tommy like you were crewing me there i learned a lot from that and they're like big races the treadmill challenge that was a failure in a way but it was a success in another way with the charity fundraising learning about myself and how to execute um races and in, and in, in distances like that in the future so to cut a long story short, when it comes to what my training's looked like recently, it's it's not necessarily been long, big runs, it's been frequent runs throughout the week and runs that have accumulated up to like an overall volume of like 90 miles a week, which isn't it's quite quite big for me, and you know, we're trying to fit all that in. Um but by the end of the week, I'm not actually feeling that tired. You know, it's if it was like the old Kyle, he would do like these big weeks, but he would also include a big run every week or every second week. And I'd just be shattered a lot of the time. Um, and I don't think I'm able to do that now Now that I'm a few years older. Um, so I, I feel like I'm in a good place in terms of like my physical fitness. I'm not, I don't think I'm as fast as I was. And... Um, I just don't think I'm. I can move as 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 good as I used to when I was running quick ten ks. I just I don't know why that is. Probably just age. Maybe <laughs> yep. Lewis is probably yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh,
2: yeah. I
0: think there's a
2: couple of things in there, Kyle. There's a couple of things in there, Kyle. That I think are really important for for listeners. And and the first thing you remember last time we spoke about something called metacognition, thinking about thinking. And there's three bits to that that was yeah. about your preparation, you know, so the, that's the thoughts before you actually get started in terms of your planning. And and we were looking at it in terms of, of what your mental planning was, your mental training. You are a bit mental, but, but you're good ah, at mental yeah. training. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then that's there's the, awesome. the kind of during the race itself. You know, so how what do you employ during the race and and to keep yourself going? But the third key bit that we probably didn't speak a, a bit about, but what you're you're mentioning here, is that reflection, that post race reflection of of what what have you learned? What what went well? What didn't go so well? You know, what what are things I would incorporate in my next uh, preparation period? What what would I would I drop? And I think one of the things that over over time that you've been good at doing is that self-reflective piece and and i think it's important to say to people there you know there's a saying uh from a field that, that i've trained in called nlp neurolinguistic programming which which is there is no failure there's only feedback and and that basically said so, you know if you look at something and you say you've failed then you truly have failed in a sense if you've not learned something so if even if something turns out badly if you can if you can learn one thing from that that you can put into effect for your next preparation or your next race then you've not failed you've a, you, you've actually succeeded and that's and that's one of the key things that i think uh, has worked well for you and and what you have found over a period of time is that with your current life circumstances um, and, you, you know, your age, you said you said you do you not know, get any faster. Well, it would be a bit of a miracle if, with your advancing years, that you were able to turn the clock back and run a really fast 5 and 10K. But even wow. with a bit of advancing years, you, you know, one of the things that you can do is, is that you can still improve uh, your lactate threshold, you can still improve your, your general endurance, and you know, what some folk are calling zone 2 work, and and you can you can accrue um, more you know sort of aerobic endurance without necessarily having to go mega you know mega long in your training. So so I think I think you've kind of to piece these things together. And you you know what the 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 the, the West Island Way is, is? it it's nine? Is it ninety nine miles or ninety five miles? I I always forget.
0: Surely they wouldn't Nin- be so
1: harsh as to make it ninety-nine. That would be no. you would just <laughs> 94 out. miles. It's ninety-four, 94
2: miles. right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you you know, you can't you can't you can't train for 94 you know, you can't do a 94 mile training run. And even yeah. doing a 60 mile training run, uh, which is 100 k you know, that that's that's a race in and of itself. So you've you've got to train very differently. Um, and and you've got to train to um to survive you've got to try to run within yourself, you've got to train to know that that you can't go off too fast that that you've got to pace yourself and and that you've got to take the the feedback from your own body as you go along and and work that into your next three or four or five miles, and you can't look any further forward than that so i think I think that's the kind of strategy that will stand you in good stead. Uh, in the next, well, in a couple of weeks' time, when it uh, when the race day arrives,
0: yeah, uh, well said. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to talk too much about it. Uh, you know, Can I ask so a you just question. have to run it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask yeah. I've got
1: have got a stupid question for you, Lewis, That we've got just there. What is it about aging that, that means you're not going to run faster? What is, right. I mean, that sounds a very stupid thing to But what what is that?
2: I don't I don't think it is a stupid thing. Um. I don't. I don't know whether you you recall reading anything about you know maximal heart rate and maximal mm-hmm. heart rate formulas being like two hundred and twenty minus your age, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, yeah, that's that that would be your maximal heart rate, right? Uh, it it's not a great formula. It's not. It's not one I subscribe to. I think. I think you know if you're going to test your maximal heart rate, you need to test it properly and get your own individual rate because these. These age related tables don't work. But it points to a general truth, right? So the general truth is as you get older, your maximal heart rate reduces. And mm-hmm. you know, your ability to for that maximal heart rate to, to to um stay as it is 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 not great. Uh so, so it will fall. So you have to say to yourself, well, what does that mean? Well, if you look at it in terms of training. Right. The kind of training that gets you at your maximal heart rate is stuff at what's called max VO2 level. So that's between five and three K work. So if you're if you're running at three and five K pace, that's that's the thing that gets you at maximal heart rate. So even if you're running a fifteen hundred metres and you're running much faster, your heart rate doesn't go any higher you know, you're you're actually producing energy anaerobically. You know, at, at, at that point, the, the, the mm-hmm. faster you go, and and so so one of the one of the key things then is that if, as you get older, your maximum heart rate goes goes down, and that's and that is just a factor of aging, mm-hmm. and there's a number of physiological mechanisms for that. So if you look at it, it means that you just can't reach the same speeds over three and five k mm-hmm. that you used to used to reach. Mm-hmm. and if you can't reach your 3 and 5k speeds then that means your 3 and 5k times and probably your 10k times as well get adversely affected. So that so that's the downside of it, right? Mm. The the upside is that your lactate threshold is not adversely affected. So your your lactate threshold is the percentage of your max VO2 that you can hold over a period of time so and that, that's roughly your 10 mile to half marathon pace mm-hmm. um so what what tends to happen and, and you know marathon runners like Kipchoge you know so Kipchoge used to be the 13 minute you know 5k runner he's now the world's best marathon runner uh, but he couldn't he couldn't run at that 5 or 10k pace anymore but yeah. he's able to still accrue uh, it's lactate threshold, of what some folk would call critical speed or critical power. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of terminology for 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 that kind of physiological uh, threshold, but but basically, that's one thing that as you get older, you can maintain because it's not your maximum level. Because it's somewhere between, generally between eighty to ninety percent of your max VO two, then you you can actually um, you can actually keep. Um, improving your lactate threshold and also what's called your aerobic threshold, which is the threshold just, you know, is, is the threshold one below that. Mm-hmm. Both of those can keep accruing as you get older. And that, that's why as you mm. get older, you can run, you can still run pretty well over half marathon, a marathon and and longer runs. And particularly if you start going off road, because there's a lot more technicalities in, involved in that. It's, not, it's mm. not just your running that counts. Um, so, so that that's the reason why generally, as you get older, you you are better at at distances. Interesting. So lo- long explanation, but there no, you that's go.
1: interesting. So that that is very interesting. It also removes an excuse for Kyle at ninety five miles. <laughs> the
0: age is not an excuse <laughs> at ninety five yeah. miles. Yeah. I hope it's at ninety five miles. Uh yeah, well, it's, um, yeah, very interesting. I, I mean, mm. I suppose to sum up, well you know, from my perspective, currently where I'm at is I'm I'm going to put together another week of decent volume, probably not up to 90 again, uh, just based on, because what I do now, I base it on day by day. If I feel good, I'll do longer. If I don't, I won't do as much or I'll go a lot slower. Uh, you know, so I'm probably going back to what Lewis said about reflection, like, um, you know, I used to just go out and and I, I, I also th- just to 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 summarise this part. Um, a lot of the time I would do races, and Lewis will know this. And I'll be like, I'm going to do well. I'll, I know I'm going to like, I'm going to, like, I'm almost too overly positive, and probably, yep. probably too un, unre- you know, too unrealistic. <laughs> Lewis is, and and probably the, the most accurate one. And this, I've I've learnt a lot from this as well. Is uh, like, it's good to be positive and it's good to be like, you know, I want to do well, I'm going to do this, but you've you've also got to be realistic as well. And I was being fairly unrealistic, like the 24-hour race in Belfast, I remember having this conversation with Lewis and, De- and Debbie, and it was like, right, I want to do this 24-hour race, but I've not really trained since the Anglo-Celtic plate, which was like eight weeks ago. I've done the odd run here and there, but nothing. And then I was like, I think I could still do okay. And Lewis is like, I don't think you should, but if you really want to do it, do it. But you're not, I don't think you're going to perform well. But I was like, well, I want to do it though. I just want to see what I can do. And Debbie's like, I'm not wasting my time going all the way to Belfast for you to run a crappy race. I'm like, no, I won't. I'll be okay. Uh, So off we went to Belfast and eight hours in, or nine hours in, a DNF because my body just didn't cope with the. The running. I mean it wasn't even like I was running fast I was going nine minute miles so in my head I thought I'll be okay at this pace but I wasn't and um, but that was me being unrealistic and, and and so you know what I'm careful now of doing is being too positive and to be yeah. like try and be more realistic so that's a mm-hmm. big take home for me and I think a lot of people you know some people are not confident in terms of their performance like but I I've been there too. But I've also been overly confident, and it's gone. Yep you, the wrong you, you've way.
2: been you've been both ends of the spectrum. I, I do remember that twenty uh, four hour race when I I did get a couple of texts from Debbie uh, on on the day. Uh, you know particularly close to the time when uh, you were you were about to quit. And they're not texts that I could make public. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and,
2: and and I and I can see why. But there's there's a whole thing there's a whole thing around this called self efficacy. It's it's a big big psychological theory uh, by a guy called Albert Bandura. It's probably one of the biggest theories in in general psychology as well as sports psychology. And and self efficacy is is really about. The, your belief, your self-belief in your expectation. It's, it's a belief that says, I think that I am capable of doing X, Y, or Z. So that's self-efficacy. I think I'm capable of running, you know, X time in, in a marathon. Uh, I, I think I'm, 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 you know, I think I'm capable of coming through the deep, deep, dark, uh, holes in an ultra and, and getting to the other side you know, it's, a, it's a belief in your capability and it's called self-efficacy and it's one of the most important things for performance possibly even more so than training you got to train clearly yeah. um but the amount of people who have little self-efficacy i.e little self-belief is is stunningly high you know i i see a lot of people i i i assist a lot of people mentally around their lack of self-belief when they've already done the training that that that's a mm. considerable problem but what you're what you're describing kyle is kind of why I, I call fairy tale land which is sometimes you know uh you haven't done the training but but hey what the, the magical fairy dust is going to work and i'm gonna just smash sometimes. this
0: yeah <laughs> Sometimes it, it, I don't think it's ever happened yet. The fairy dust has got me to the end and managed a PB. So, yeah, I don't believe in fairies anymore. So, mm, there yeah. you go. <laughs> anyway, well, it's uh, well, well, I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Um, the run up and the build to the the event, and but before yeah. that, um, there's the there's your training, Tommy, and and Lewis's training. Like, you know, from Tommy's perspective, what's the where are we? And what's the update?
1: So I'm where mine is much much less interesting. Yours, I've so I'd have I been on since Manchester. I'm not sure I've been so yeah. Manchester after the Manchester Marathon, I took a I took like a week out, and then the um, we had kind of had a sort of uh we had a week a couple of weeks holiday with family. Fiona was was running the um, Shelston 10k. Uh, so I sort of we had a great one actually. Um, she had she a did fantastic meet, one. We there, mentioned it yeah.
0: last uh, in the last episode. She was. Was she eighth? Uh yeah, she was and certainly inside the top ten,
1: but you know she was. That's it. You, uh, you know she's classic. She ran like she was ran a time that I think she was pretty pleased with, but ultimately was well, she was thirty six and change. So of course she's like, I wish I'd been 35, 59. You know that was anyway. <laughs> given yeah. given that's eight months after twins, I think that's that's uh, commendable. But that's anyway, amazing. I was. Um, yeah. So yeah, the first a couple of weeks off, legs back into it, and then the last two weeks, I'm honest, it's been slow burning getting back but today i'm i'm now trying to regroup around what i'm going to be doing i'm thinking about signing up for a there's a 10k in the summer in wrexham i'd quite like to do so shout out to michael harrington who's a, uh, a listener of the show who organizes the he's, he organizes all these mid-cheshire races uh the the wrexham marathon of course the elite one that organized the mid-cheshire 5k the helen tipping 10k which we're looking at cause it's near Fees mom and dad so that's the end of July, I've got that in mind and then, to be honest, I I just I think at the moment, given nothing's really floating my boat, I look at the summer calendar, so I'm thinking about just lining up, just getting just having a, a summer of, of getting into shape, enjoying a couple of races and then uh, looping at I'm probably looking at the half in autumn uh, because you know what, I, I was, I was realising this the other day, my half I think is the one that the distance I've got the more I can really take time off because I just think it's one that I've never really gone for. It's always been in, in a marathon block. And as I said before, I think I do think that when you're in a marathon block, you're in shape for a half. So there's that's not much of an excuse. But the again, close to Fe's mum and dad is the Manchester half, quite a quick one. We're down that way anyway, yeah. so that's probably what I'm looking at in October. Um, but I, I I just need to have a think about it. But I'm quite you know, sun's out. I, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling motivated again. And you know it's like, Cal. You after a marathon, your your motivation lulls. And I feel, I feel ready to roll again.
0: I like it. And uh, you know, Lewis. I don't know if you know this, but Tom and I are um, are training for the it's the Monument Mile in August. the Monument oh, yeah. Mile? Yeah. So so you know, forget about all that dribble about. Um, oh, oh, the yeah, yeah, two like, and your I'm, heart rate. Right.
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking exactly. about your hamstrings now. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Like,
1: yeah, so, uh, not a, yeah. I, I'm just thinking about a pair of dragonflies, but I guess the dragon, the hamstring is yeah, it's a bit concerned.
2: Well, I think, I think, I think, dragonflies. It's a, it's a bit like the magic fairy dust, isn't it? You know, if yeah. you try to turn a marathon runner into a fast miler, yeah, we'll just get a pair of dragonflies and you'll be okay.
0: Be of course, it will be. <laughs> to, to be like, we, we need to like, of course, at the time, we're, we're definitely going to like hit some like suggested. Targets. I think it'd be good to 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 put out there and and say, right, this is what we're going to aim for. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's going to be
2: that's going to be interesting. That's going to be. Why
0: isn't you do it this? Could you uh, not do it? Uh, well, I'm too old to do it. You know, I I. You Ma- know. Mike, Mike, he'll get you in, won't he, Mikey? Right. Do you yeah. know? What, I tell you what.
1: Fair play to you know, Mikey. Not only a friend of the show, but I mean, what he's doing with that race is fantastic. That's uh, they've yeah, got an IWF absolutely. bronze label license now amazing
2: yeah that's, no 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 that's that's, that's truly that great I, I think i think you, you guys are looking to to run that and run respectively you're looking at a minimum of six weeks preparation for that mile race do, if, if, if you
0: if you that's a minimum yeah to get to get around reasonable well, the west side of the race, end and, of june so um that's well, mid-june that gives you, you almost exactly six weeks, weeks. No recovery, uh,
2: straight into uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So Kyle being Just a wee bit unrealistic again. But, <laughs> but, 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 but there you go. Can I just say, Tom? One of the things you you said that um, you know if you're in in shape for a marathon, you should be able to run a decent half marathon. Well, I, I think I think there's that's both true and not true. Okay. I think I think you can't. Yeah, I think you can't. I think if you run a decent half marathon when you're in proper marathon shape, then you will kill your marathon you know so so that's absolutely right yeah. i think i think a lot of folk run a really good half marathon in 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 marathon preparation but they've not really prepared for the marathon and it goes badly because because ah. because they've, they've not prepared so well so generally um if, if there are 2 there they're actually two significantly different events particularly if you're a faster runner if if you're if you're looking at a run, you know, 70 minutes or under, let, 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 let's say, that's that's what it's called it. it's called a it's a glycolytic race. So that means you're using a lot of, you know, it's it's sugar-based. Um and and basically you're burning a lot of carbs very quickly, uh, if if you want to be a fast, you know, run run your fastest half marathon. If you're looking to a run a marathon, you you are actually looking to do something quite different you're looking to to be kind of more of what's sometimes called a turbo diesel uh, uh, engine you're looking to burn fat so you're looking to get your fat and your carb mix kind of kind of working well together and and if you're if you're running really fast over 10k a half marathon um you you're basically burning a lot of carbs. your body's used to burning, your muscles are used to burning fat, uh, sorry, carbs, but not burning, burning fat. And in order to last the second half of a marathon, particularly from about 18 miles onwards, and not hit the wall, as so many folk do this, you've got to have that 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 fat carb mix, right? So you've got to do the kind of training that actually blunts your ability to 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 burn carbs quickly because you actually want to be burning fat particularly in the first half of the race um mm. so that's that's one of the keys and and the the way the only way to get that done is is through doing significantly longer run you know you, you have to be running more than 15 to 18 miles at a good solid pace to be getting that carb fat mix started and and some of the classic marathon sessions that I would be given, folk, go to say twenty to twenty-two miles uh, of of wave type runs or, or other other types of of, of you know kind of, kind of like ten miles steady and then ten by a mile with a minute recovery that you're going a bit bit faster, but but they're but they're geared to you burning a much better carb fat mix in the second half of that session that prepares you for the last you know. Eight miles or so of of the marathon because that that's that's where it really counts. If you look, if you look at where people come apart, um, they generally go through half just a bit too quick. They, they, they feel okay, um, but they go through just a bit too quick, and then the wheels come off, particularly in the last ten to twelve k, and sometimes a bit earlier.
1: Okay, interesting. That's and that that shows my naivety because I've again because I've never. I've always been one of these i'm I'm going for a' running a marathon oh, i I'll, I'll throw a half in for three four weeks out or four weeks out run well and i thought yeah that must just be I think all my PVs have come during a marathon block but and in that some marathons have been bad, some have been good so I've never done a dedicated mar, half marathon yep. sort of block. I'm intrigued to know how that'll how that how that'll be different.
2: Well, well, I, I think it could be considerably different because if I'm suggesting somebody's going to do a half marathon, and, and it depends on how much time you've got to prepare for it. But ideally, you would have two or three weeks at five k uh, type sessions, two or three weeks at ten k sessions, and then and then start a hone in on half marathon. So you come you come at the the half. Through a more of a speed based program, mm. because because that's what's going to get you your best bang for buck. I mean, you can't you can absolutely run a good half marathon off decent marathon training. There's no doubt about that. You know, particularly if you're if you're already a turbo diesel type runner anyway, and mm-hmm. and yeah. and you thrive on on the long stuff. But if you're somebody who's who's reasonable at five and ten k, or or let's say you've not even. You don't even know what your capability is over five and ten k because you've not you've not actually done it. Uh, you, you know you've not you've not actually trained uh, mm-hmm. to to perfect that. It's 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 really useful. You know, let's say you had three months. It's really useful having six weeks where you work to to improve your max view to get your five to ten k pace up. And then morph into six weeks of specific, more specific half marathon training, which comes from 10K to 10 miles to half marathon. And then you're much more likely to run to run your best half. Mm. And then so so the trick would be so you can then extend that for a marathon, you see. So 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 what you would do for a you you would do you could do exactly the same thing for a marathon three, you know, five to 10K early doors. Aim aim to run a fast half marathon and then you've got eight weeks to then mm. to d- then do the kind of training that develops that that fat carb mix, which is a different kind of training. Mm-hmm. And then you you've got that eight weeks and then with a two-week taper, or you could have eight weeks including the two-week taper, depending on, on what kind of runner you are. Um but but that that's the bit that that turns you uh you know it turns your half marathon into a much better marathon mm-hmm. so so se- several ways to do it but that that's 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 a, a particularly good way and then and it means that what you can do uh tom is is that you know it allows you to race over a number of different distances you mm-hmm. know for example if you were if you're going to look at the valencia marathon in 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 uh, December, December, which a lot of, Sc- lot of Scots guys do that now. You know, it's a fast race. They, w- they mm-hmm. want they want to, to to do that. You know, you look to just now getting back into five and ten ks, um, and then look look to a decent half marathon uh, end of August, beginning of September, sometime in September. Then you've mm-hmm. got October and November, and and into mm. the into early you know into that early December race to to turn on your fat burning.
1: Mm, that's cool that's uh food for thought approach to it very much i need to have a look at some races very interesting
0: just just so you know um part of the the show is is also going to feature uh lewis uh overseeing tom's training as well so um there's uh there's there's a lot of accountability for Tom and I these days. Uh, Absolutely, <laughs> <now that we've, laughs> exactly. So there's no no pressure, eh? <laughs> it's it's hey, it's it's going to be public, guys. It's gonna yeah, be public. yeah, There's
2: uh But you know what? That that's part that's part of performance proofing. You know, there's a, there's a thing though. I've been a bit of what I've been studying is is about uh, pressurized training, uh, put putting pressure on for mental toughness and uh, so public accountability is is one of the things that you know you you put out there what you're going to do and how you're going to train and you're publicly accountable and that will uh, that will uh, sort of uh, squeeze the guts a little bit and uh, <laughs> make you <Yeah>. perform.
1: <laughs> do you know I like because I've never been a fan of this whole concept of plan b and plan c in a marathon because I've, I think it's uh, honestly, I think it's like it becomes too, or in any race, it becomes too easy to be like to let go of your goal because you've got a backup. And I know other people are very different, but for me, I like to, I like to be. Yeah, I think it's good to share what you want to do, and if that's what get is in my head, in the in the latter stage when things are getting hard, because I've it's out there, it's what you know, it's known. I think that the yeah, the I, I've never been a fan of like um my goal is to run. X minutes, but you know what the B goes? Why the minute it gets hard, why is there? And I, everyone's different, but that's I've never, I've, I've, never really subscribed to that.
2: Yeah, so I, 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 I kind of mainly agree. You know, if if you're at the high end and and you're really looking for a time, I think I think it's a bit different if you're you're, you're kind of doing your first one or two and 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 you're getting to grips with it and and you're mm. not quite certain how things are going to pan out. But if you're if you're a very experienced runner. And you've been running well, then. Then I think you need to have that 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 key goal. Um, but but what I have found, Tom, and I don't I don't know what, what you think of this, but but when I when I look at various Scots athletes uh, over the years, and I'm not I'm not meaning to decry anybody at all, but but when I when I look at folk, they've run really good ten ks, they've run you know some you know decent half marathon, sixty five minutes, sometimes a bit faster. And and they look to go out and they the think they're going to run a marathon in, you know, 2.15, 2.14, you know, based on their 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 10K and half marathon performances. But, you know, the last 12K or so really bites them hard and and, and some people end up running 2.25, 2.27, you know, well, well short of what, what they thought. Um, and, I, and, I, and I do think that's, that's part and parcel, and you know, and, and as I said, I, I don't, I don't want to decry anybody, but but I think it is part and parcel of just getting a bit ahead of yourself and thinking I've done this fast half marathon, therefore, you know, if if I um, double it and add seven minutes, that's that's what I'm <laughs> going to run for the for for, for the marathon. Uh, but it, it it misses out, I think, on that stuff we were speaking about earlier about getting the fat burning in. Mm. Yeah.
1: Agree. on the on the subject of marathons um one as a kind of segue so edinburgh was on the weekend oh, my so my segue Mar- was
0: going to be slightly different so but, i think uh, it's
1: interesting to talk about it, but i'm interested to keep almost in the keep the theme of that sort of of executing a marathon and all and now because then you look at edinburgh which I, I understand was quite a hot day for a yeah. marathon how warm it was in edinburgh i'm not sure and how um we're going to we're going to have a quick chat about warmer training uh, towards the end oh, that
0: was my segue I was going to ask we'll go, Lewis, right, how his trainer was, and then I was like, this is how you should train, you should go warm weather training, and, and that was, anyway, but let's go with your, let's go with your segue, Tommy.
1: Well, I was, I just thought, like, so Edinburgh, warm weekend, uh, the, I'm trying to get the marathon results up, I mean, it's probably, a, it, obviously, it sounds like a, uh, does that, does that impact
0: I mean, that would. Maybe the, the last time we tried to get the Edinburgh Marathon results, it was like finding a needle in a haystack. Yeah, it was a nightmare. I don't think um, it's changed since then, to be honest.
1: The uh, here we go. Yeah, I've got the yeah, They're on the Scottish website, but that that would be yeah that warm day, uh, and I think that you I, and even to the people, even sort of friends and uh, clubmates I know who've run it. I think the if there's a you see this. Uh, I get the impression that quite a lot of the time it's it's when um it's when people have not really accounted for the warm weather that it go that that risk of of having a disaster sort of amplifies but that won't play into the whether you hit the wall or not that's just because that fat mix you're talking about that is that that's not impacted by that or do you burn through your carbs at a faster rate when it's hot
2: well so so generally when you're hot what well, you've got to think of what what's happening there is you've got to dissipate heat you have got to get rid of heat mm-hmm. uh, so that that's the key thing and and so a lot of your cardiac output increasingly as you get hotter your rectal temperature goes up uh, and okay. yeah and you know you don't want it to go at 41 degrees or else uh, you're a bit cooked um he, 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 you know and and Callum Hawkins you know you'll recall in, oh, in yeah. Australia you, you know he, he he had that very difficult you know circumstances during during his marathon there and that's that shows quite starkly what what can happen in the heat when when your body temperature goes too high so so basically what what's happening in a hot day is that your body's trying to do two things or your heart's trying to do two things It's trying to get fuel to your muscles you know, so that you can run at, at a reasonable uh, speed. So it's trying, it's trying to keep that that blood flow going so you get oxygen and fuel to the muscles. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's working hard to dissipate heat. So, and it can only dissipate heat by putting cardiac flow to your periphery. You know, so to to uh, your yeah. your 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 skin, and that's when you when you try and lose heat. Now, the best way to lose heat is to evaporate from your skin if if heat can evaporate from your skin then it take it you know the heat gets taken away with the evaporation it's 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 just a much uh uh, easier way for you to lose heat but if it's quite humid as well this is why if you run in humid conditions and the sweat just drips off you the sweat can't evaporate and that's even harder so basically what happens is half of your cardiac is going to try and maintain your heat uh uh, dissipation so that you don't overcook and therefore you've got less going to your muscles
0: Mm. and
2: and and so your performance declines from that point of view so that that that, that's the key performance thing so and you know yeah you need to drink you know much more fluids but basically you need to be canny in your pace you need to run uh you know significantly slower uh at at the start or else it will really catch up Mm. with you
0: Very good. Now, so you you mentioned the heat, Tommy. um, Is that? What were the results? Were, were they so were they slower? Were they, well,
1: I don't, I don't think the results particularly reflected it, that at the sharp end. But then actually, was, was, you know, I'm were, hearing were people it's hot. making I mean,
0: excuses. That it was hot? well, not
1: excuses. Just think a lot, of, you know, the classic a lot of Strava titles. But I think it's when people have had a bad have a bit of a blow up. The first thing they'll blame is the heat, maybe not their own pacing. But from a from a results perspective, it was a win for Alex Gladley, two twenty one thirty four on the men's side. Yeah. Tom Charles, two twenty two fifty six for second place, and then third. Uh, ultra, ultra runner Ollie Garrod, 2.24.01. Um, and On the female side, it was a win for Jemima Farley, 2.39.38, who I believe won Inverness Marathon, Loch Ness Marathon. We can maybe come back to that. Yeah. Second place, yeah. Johanna, Oregon, 2.42.50. And in third place, Rosa Donaldson, 2.44.34. So I th- I see that as a pretty sharp set of results. Three under 2.25 um, yeah. on the men's side, three under 2.45 on the women's side. I, that for me is a is a is a quick set of a quick winning times in for Edinburgh
2: yeah I think I think that's good a good set of times I think so the Edinburgh race starts at 10 in the morning the half marathon's at eight um but the marathon's at 10 so it is it is actually later on in the day um mm. and, and I, I, I ran the half last year and I was glad that that it, that it finished well for me uh, before ten am, uh, before the marathon side, and my, my wife's son uh, was was running his, uh, you know, one of his first marathons, and it was that's it right. was quite 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 hard and sticky, but but you're right. I think I think that's a good uh, good good set of performances there.
0: And what about the the half? do, do we have any notable yeah. results? Was it Kieran Walker who got sixty five? Which who who is this? Who's Kieran Walker's? Is he is he Scottish or is he? I've, any, any relation, that. Lewis? No, no, <laughs> to, yeah, uh, no, not, of not to me. I mean, I don't, one hundred
1: five. So one hundred five twenty-four for Kieran Walker, John Bell, recent uh, Scotch ten k champ on the roads in Shettleston. And he was one hundred six forty-five, and the third was Charlie Sanderson, one hundred seven twenty. Um, we'll go out to fifth because we had Finn Brody fourth and one hundred seven fifty-two. Then we had another one of from your stable, uh, Lewis Dougie Dougie Selman, yeah. one hundred eight thirty-three.
2: Yeah, so oh, nice. Dougie's Dougie's uh, kinda just getting back into some stuff after his hundred K. Yeah. Um so this this was not not a major test. It was just it was just something to see where he was at. So happy enough with that. And and Dougie's going to do basically what we were speaking about earlier, Tom, which is to is to get a bit faster um okay. and and work towards ten K, then half marathon, and then we're looking, and I, I don't think you'll mind me saying this publicly, but we're going to look to Valencia again. He was in again. Valencia nice. last year, so we'll do Valencia again in December. Um, so, yep.
1: Nice. Very good. And then just to round What's off that? and the half, for the women, it was a win for Emma Huch- Huchel? Huchel. Yeah. 114.48, second Naomi Lang, 116.12. Third Della Hatfield one sixteen thirty two. I'll go to five because we did that for the men. Ella Finley, one seventeen nineteen and Bree Conley one eighteen twenty one. So again, arguably, in the I think you know we've we've knocked Edinburgh half and then Edinburgh Marathon Festival in the past maybe unfairly. And actually, I think that the results on both sides that's a uh, it's competitive. Pr- pr-
2: Pretty you know, reasonable, and let let yeah. me just put a wee a wee plug there for Naomi. I coach Naomi. That was Naomi's debut half, half marathon. I was going to she, say, she yeah, was, I was, a was bit second. That That's uh, impressive. Having having run in the kind of the the the, is it the three islands peaks races the 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 weekend before, you know, when oh, you you're sailing and then running up hills at midnight and back down. So she did that, wow. and. Wow. Um, yeah, and 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 she's also had a she's had a third in the uh, the Scottish ten k well, and, and the, the, sh- the, and the ten the green, yeah, yeah. So so that was her debut half, and uh, and we will both agree, she and I, that she was terribly underprepared for it. Uh, you know, because no not really done the kind of training required for a half. So it was really quite a positive performance. We're really really quite pleased with that, and shows. Uh where we'll focus a bit on the future.
0: Very good. Very oh, good. Well, well done. That's uh two two athletes in the in the in the top five, then eh? Yeah. Oh no, I was pleased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's ace. And yeah.
1: what did your athletes report back from in terms of the conditions then? I've speculated based on Strava titles. And what what was the what their feedback from the from the boots on the ground?
2: Well I think <laughs> I think I think Dougie he didn't find it too hot, but he he was just I I think what he found hot was the pace, you know, in the sense that he's just not up to the you know to the the kind of pace that he feels that he wants to be running at. So so that was uh, you know he found that quite quite hard. Uh, right. Naomi um, probably went through ten k in virtually a PB for ten k. Uh, I don't have you have you done the wow. the, the, the half marathon course? The first first couple of miles is pretty brutally... Kind of downhill down down, hill hill, and down, down the Royal yeah. Mile, and if you don't get doms after that, then uh, mm. you're having to run fast enough. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, I I think I think uh, it was a bit of an attrition in the second half of the race for for Naomi to 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 hang on. So it was more it was more about how they ran it versus the actual conditions.
0: Mm. Yeah, and and just uh just going back full circle a wee bit, the the guy who ran the the marathon it is Kieran Walker he was second at Manchester sorry he was on the um uh the half marathon he he was he was second at Manchester Marathon in in 2017 in the north the, the reason I didn't know who he was it was he clubs the north east project so I was like ah that's north a group east? isn't it yeah I've I've not heard of them before um but but that's in, anyway, uh,
2: yeah, so that's interesting though, Kyle. So you say the two seventeen at Manchester. Yeah, and
0: right. He ran so 60, yeah, so 65. Take, take,
2: take seven. Take seven minutes from that and half it, and you've got sixty-five minutes. So he's running sixty-five, you know, XX uh, on on race day. So so that that kind of fits. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah. That's so really it's not
1: as bad as we as
0: we thought. Didn't exactly for him, anyway. But I yeah. mean he's been doing quite a few marathons in the past. Video's um like the last two years his times have accelerated. Uh you know, from from you know, a few years ago, two twenty-five to two seventeen. In fact, that was only two years ago. Um so he's taken huge chunks off his his marathon yeah, time that's, there. That's so. pretty good. Yeah. Um so no, that's that's good stuff. So what about other events and races? I think that was probably the main one the the only one I didn't mention from last week which I feel slightly bad because it was a Scottish ultra Champs, was uh the Cateran Trail uh yeah. which um which took place uh it's like a 55 mile just um a, around starts at the spittle of Glen Shee where the stag do was Tommy wasn't it um, oh, yeah. And, uh, less less said about was,
1: that, the better for you Kel. exactly
0: Yep. Yeah. i've still got scars to to show where that 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 time we had there in spittle of glenshee there but um we we had a cracking run a brisk a brisk pace uh with with robbie dunlop um and uh and our our friend of the show rep repping the tartan running shots he oh, was uh, chris richardson rico so rico. um yeah so there was a, a Think the results were that Robbie was ended up becoming the champ uh, in seven hours and 48 minutes and well, Chris I'm... was second in eight hours 15 minutes and uh, a name I've not heard, uh, Pecuria Pecuria Polius from Westerland's Cross Country Club in 8.22. In terms of the, the female results we had uh and was the, uh, the the winner in the Scottish Champ in ten o eight twenty Portobello Running Club and uh, Lorna McMillan 10, ten hours seventeen minutes for second there and your third place went to Leslie Watson in ten hours and twenty four minutes so so there you go um, are I we actually do well, another
1: I, I caught up with oh. just jumping jump I caught up with Chris uh, last weekend we're on the so last week, the last, weekend, the last I went for a bike ride with him as he was shaking out his legs. And I think he was, yeah, I mean, I think he, he seemed, it sounded like he was reasonably pleased. I think it was, uh, you know, he's still, I, th- I mean, he's a proven proven operator now at 100k. And uh, yeah, I think he was, I think, I think he was, he was really happy. And so I'm I'm intrigued to see what, what, what he does next at the ultra distances. You know, that's the, he's, I think I, he was, I'm not going to divulge his plans on here, but I, I would, He's got a few things that he's, he's talking about. I would love to see him go again at these. He's obviously got the head for it, and yeah, that's a good result.
0: Fantastic. There, there you go. So yeah, well done. Are we going to do another pick and mix of results? So we're gonna get get over at the main topic, which is uh, is well, Lewis's training and his uh, his his let's next. Let's do that because
1: his... I'm eager to hear about about this, and I'm eager to hear about warm weather training.
0: <laughs> so so. The 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 question I've got is uh, what are you what is it you're training for um, in terms of warm weather training? Is it is it for a race or is? And I think I know <laughs> the answer, but I want well, to hear. Was uh, it for a time?
2: No, no. Hey, I'm I'm going for a I'm going for a holiday. Kind of, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's the bottom line. You know, but, so I'm going to Club La Santa in Lanzarote. If if folk have heard of that or or kind of been there, so it's a sports training uh, facility that I first went to way back, believe it or not, in about 1992. uh, And I was there on a sports medicine course run by a guy called Roger Hackney, who used to be a steeplechaser, uh, a UK GB uh, steeplechaser. He was also an orthopedic surgeon uh, in the RAF. And and he put on this uh, British sports medicine uh, course in Club La Santa, which was the first time I, I went there. And the facilities were 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 really very good. They had a four hundred meter all weather track. Um, they they had weight rooms. They had a fifty meter outdoor swimming pool, um, and and they catered for about thirty eight different sports. And and folk like I mean they had all sorts of folk there. The world champions, uh, Olympic oh, champions, Lin- Linford slightly, Linford Christie, Colin Jackson.
0: And I was yeah. um I was there when Linford, the last time I went I'm sure Linford Linford Christie was there training his, his group of athletes uh, okay. as, you know not as an athlete but as a coach yeah uh, and the Brownleys were there one one year when I was there and the, there's like a, a non elite Brownlee as well wasn't there he was there too I was like who's this guy <laughs> <laughs> it was, anyway sorry sorry <laughs> so, so I, the uh, great.
2: Yeah. So so the great the great thing about about the complex now you know they, they they've really expanded you know what they do. So you can you, you don't necessarily have to be an athlete to go there. Um you know you can go there as a as a family. Uh, and, and everybody can partake at various levels in, in different sports. That's one of the really good things about it. you can you can make it more of a family uh, event now. and they've got yeah. the what's called the greenies, the green team who are the kind of uh, sports coaches for for every event that are there to help out. Uh, and it's all, all included in the price. you know that you've got fantastic bikes. Uh, that oh. you can hire road bikes and mountain bikes, so you can do. You yeah, know, if you're a triathlete, it's great, great, great for triathlon. They run camps, they run triathlon camps, they run road running camps. You know, so so they do they do all sorts of stuff. But I've been going there. I mean, I literally have been going there thirty years, uh, oh. <laughs> and and uh, and 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 I, I go there because it's you know I like it as a holiday. If if you're a middle distance runner, you know the track's great. So it tends to be a windy place though club La santa mm. um so you know sometimes more than a 200 meter rep is a bit challenging because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you, you hit a pretty the wind uh but they've got a lagoon you know and they're near the sea they've got a kind of five five k loops around the lagoon they've got they've got kind of off-road uh sort of trail stuff that, that you can do as well so there's a really good good mix they've now got world-class um weight training facilities they've now got an additional two absolute out of this world outdoor swimming pools you know state-of-the-art uh with you know underwater cameras and and and, and all oh, wow. that kind of thing um so and and that's all part and parcel of the price so i i go out there because i like it and enjoy it but there's a whole heap of runners go out there and, and spend time warm weather training so why why would you want to do warm weather training well you know, as part of the group that I train, in fact, in fact, some of my group were in Portugal um, in March and into April doing warm weather training. Um, and you do warm weather training because it's nice to get out of Scotland uh, during that kind of kind of time frame. And uh, if you want to start your season a bit earlier and get faster, you know, so particularly doing some fast work uh, is, is is good. But even even the kind of five k guys and, and longer. Um, find that just getting out with their shirt and shorts and being able to run 20 to 30k um is 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 you know just just really good to do. Um and so a lot of benefits to to warm weather training. So so you know part and parcel of it is if you've got a particular race coming up that that requires you to be a bit more acclimatized, then, then, then that can help. Although there's other there's other ways to help with that. They don't mean you go abroad and I'll speak about them in a minute. Um, but it's, re- it's really good to, to you know, going, going away somewhere to a training camp. It, d- it doesn't actually matter where you go, whether you're going to go to altitude, whether you're going to go to warm weather, whether you're going to go somewhere else. The fact that you're away from your normal circumstances gives you just a bit of a different mindset. And a bit of freshness, bit of difference, and and as long as you you work your way into your training, you know it's very easy to go to a place uh, like Club La Santa and in the first twenty 24, 48 hours do a week's worth of training and uh-huh. weight training, and then find that you're absolutely knackered for the for the rest uh-huh. of the week. So you, you do you do have to plan it. Um, but but there's there's a lot of benefits, you know. There's a lot of benefits to just getting a bit of sun in your back, um, and and just being able to run more freely, um, being able to stretch out more um, w- without risk of, of of pulling something. So so warm, warm weather training is r- really really a good thing to do. Um, but as you know, Kyle, you don't necessarily need to go warm weather training to
0: acclimatise for, for events. come to because... Africa, folks. Sorry? Right veil come to the Vale you know, of
2: Africa. Come to the Vale of Africa. Yeah. yeah, but you remember when, you know, so you got selected for GB World Mountain team that was in Italy and it was in June. That's right. And it was yeah. about 20, 30 degrees or something. And, and the way yeah. we yeah. prepared for that was we had you go in the sauna you know you're yeah. you're acclimatized no, on it by getting getting the sauna and there's a lot of really good physiological evidence that you go into a sauna and it improves your plasma volume so your 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 blood volume goes up uh, your your uh, hematocrit can go up so that's that's the number of red cells that you got and and I, I maybe shouldn't say this but it's a bit like having EPO erythropoietin it's the same mm. kind of effect in fact what it does is it naturally stimulates uh, EPO from your kidneys, or erythropoietin from your kidneys, that can can make you some more blood cells as well. So, you know, uh, heat. Uh, he also puts out. You know, saunas can put out growth hormone. Um, so even even just going into sauna after you do a session can actually help with with your recovery. Uh, and and uh, no, no. It's simply your heat tolerance. So there's a lot of factors around 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 heat training, and it doesn't matter whether it's you, you know you're in in dry heat in a sauna or whether you're in kind of wet, moist heat. Um, it, it 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 accrues the same the same kind of thing at the end of the day. So maybe St um,
1: Robertson should have just said he was in the sauna
2: then. <laughs> yeah. No. It. it yeah. Yeah. So, although it, it 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 can has an EPO type effect, but it doesn't raise synthetic EPO in your bloodstream. <laughs> I mean, huh? There there are other ways that synthetic EPO gets into your bloodstream, unfortunately, Tom.
0: That's um, that's another conversation. Like, there's so many places we can take our conversation with you, Lewis. Uh, um, but like you know, certainly that in its sense, in terms of warm weather training, for me, I think one of the reasons I performed so well at the the world champs was because of not only the training, but certainly the, the, the being acclimatized to the heat. regard you know, be it living in the northeast of Scotland, those sauna sessions, like I was doing it three times a week at least yeah. for a good few weeks and. Like when it came to the actual event, it was a r- roasting hot day. Um, But I knew what my effort level had to be to get mm-hmm. round the course for five hours. And it was only the last 100 metres of the race was, was when I was cramped. You pro- probably saw the, the Yeah, we, the saw, we saw the
2: video and the photographs. <laughs> yeah, right. it was just the last 100 metres you claimed that, that you cramped up.
0: Yeah, I cramped up in the last 100 metres. And I literally, like the, the finish line was on a slope. Yeah, I was like crawling and the to, to try and get up because my calves had just like tightened up, and uh, but, but oh, I was so fortunate so, that I was cramped in the last. Yeah. So of the, the, race, the interesting like.
2: the interesting thing for me was that you 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 had been the fourth in the trials, so that was your first your first fifty uh, k trail race, I think, and you were fourth in the trials, um, and and you got selected for the four man GB team but you were first gb athlete across the line by far uh in in those conditions and and right. so i think i think the preparation you know the the training that you did but particularly that acclimatization uh really worked in your favor
0: you know i think you really benefited from that i just have to get back to that level again eh? Here we go. Yeah, should install
1: a sauna at, at your I, house then. That's the part. Do you know of the, I was actually looking.
0: Challenge. We've got this we've got this tin shed and I, I I've mentioned to Debbie uh, semi seriously, could we get a sauna? and she's like, Well but they're thousands of pounds and the problem that I've got is I say I'll I'll will you know I'll use it all the time and I won't. So uh it's been it's been canned for, for the meantime, but uh mm. may, maybe maybe Lewis can, can convince her otherwise. It, it, well, uh, just it, to, it, to finalize it could help Debbie too yeah, with her, to, her performance. Well, that's it. just to on that which i think is quite important because um uh is, is heat training in terms of like debbie and I have been going in the garage to either go on the treadmill or the the bike and it is that it's like a sauna in there as well um I think there's probably a lot to be said about doing workouts in the in the, the garage in a warm environment in the gym uh that'll so so I suppose in, in that sense, so it's like, you know, not only just sitting in a sauna, but just going in a warm environment and running in, or exercising in a yeah. warm environment is, is good. So, so I, think, I think,
2: you know, you've got to hark back to what we were saying earlier about mental toughness, right? So, so mental toughness is one of the key things that separates out elite performance athletes from, from folk who don't make it to that level. And, and so developing, how do you develop mental toughness? Well, there's a lot of different ways to do that, but, but some of it is around just dealing with hardship in, in your training is introducing hardship. Now that could be heat, yeah. but it could just be, you know, for some folk running as you do three or four hours in, in your garage or on a treadmill, that's, that's kind of like mind-bendingly crazy, um, but Aye, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, but but it's the kind of thing that, that helps. And the the other thing, the other thing that that folk are getting into is brain training, um, whereby mm. you you do something very uh, strenuous with your brain in terms of of some hard mental work, and and that that decreases your, your or it makes your running harder. It, it makes. It makes going the distance harder. So some folk are doing, you know, doing half an hour to an hour of really intense mental um, uh, work, um, and then going for a run and finding that, that that actually improves their performance overall. You know, they don't feel so; they feel really challenged on the run. It's what's called ego depletion in in the literature. Um. Um, so, so your focus and concentration is already depleted by the intense mental stimuli before you start running, and then you go out and you run for an hour and ninety minutes. You know, and 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 that session accrues more benefit for you than than just doing it without the mental effort beforehand. So, so some, some interesting stuff coming out mm. uh, on that. There's still there's still early days in that kind of research, but but it's it is it is quite uh it's 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 an area that's going to there's going to be more to particularly for endurance
0: running. Oh, there Very you go. That's uh it, I think we're going to have to I think we're going to have to put a Patreon onto this all this uh, golden nuggets of information <laughs> we're getting <laughs> <laughs> Or we're going to have to like, you know, give give Lew- give away Lewis, coach Lewis's limits uh so that all, all our listeners don't mm. start running past us uh of all the sound advice so that's very interesting
1: what so just to back on the temperature so what sort of cal mentioned running in his garage is warm but i mean that's you know that's what what sort of temperature are we talking about that really starts to trigger those benefits
2: um Right, I don't, I, I honestly can't think of that off the top of my head. It's just basically going into a hot sauna and, okay. and as hot as you can tolerate for around about 15 to 20 minutes without getting lightheaded and dizzy and right. collapsing. I,
0: I'm, I'm desperate I
1: think we've got, you know what, I think we might have a sauna at work actually. That's,
0: that's oh, going to yeah. add a
1: whole new spice to my lunch runs actually. That's, there's, that's, there's a, t- <laughs> that's a jackpot. It's Tommy's.
0: There's top Tommy's work productivity going yeah. down there. Hey, Jack, I so I mean
1: do you uh, joking aside though, I know it's I'm not there's some days at work when you have a, a heavy you know, heavy day of of uh you know of just being mentally engaged. I find that if I go straight into a session, I can I find that very hard. And even if it's a day I've had a couple of easy running days and it's um yeah, that's interesting about the mental load. I'd be interested to hear more about that in the future. That's very interesting.
0: Fantastic. Well, um, well. So, you t- Lewis, you're you're away next week, aren't you? Um. So, yep. You're away at Club of Santa for a week. So, Pre- the, no,
2: I'm away for ten days actually. Ten
0: days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, ten and days. Just FYI, it's not endorsed by Club of Santa. It, it a, <laughs> no. <laughs> Other training camp <laughs> provided not, are not Yeah, Anyway, but. Um, but any, any CEOs of uh, CLS listen, then you know Lewis is your your perfect ambassador uh, for I mean, for taking them back and forth and sharing the 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 perks of warm weather training in well, the facility. I, I have itself. I have
2: also had athletes go to Monte Gordo, do <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> the one question I've got a serious one is um, is about the the song. Do you know the the Club of Santa theme th- yep. theme tune yet? off by heart. oh yeah I'm not gonna sing it (laughs) (laughs) it it could have been an initiation we all have to sing at the you know as our 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 first official day at the TRS headquarters but let's not do that um well before we do
1: something much less exciting though next week I'm going to Bakewell for five days next week so it's quite so it'll be a weekend of of uh of bakewell tarts and yeah, uh tarts. Yeah, and maybe yeah. squeezing a partner in with a buggy depending on who yeah. feeling i lose the toss to to do one but um and then the week after i'm in mean, oslo actually with work and I, i've just realized i think it's the week of the uh Bislett games oh, which really? would be quite oh, interesting like it, and i was no. i was telling cal before when i was there in february i need to properly talk about this at some stage in fact we need to push Scottish athletics the indoor track underneath the Bislett Stadium. And it's snow outside. There's about a foot of snow in Oslo, freezing temperatures. And at six thirty on a on a Tuesday and a Thursday, all these people just gather down in the tunnel. This and it's like two two lanes under the Bislett track, and they're just doing reps and five hundred and fifty meter random track. Absolutely incredible. So I would love to. go. I said at the time I'd love to go back and watch and watch the Bislett games there. Um, and the fact that I'm there for work that week is just it's only literally struck me that that's a uh, I oh, could be I could look at the Diamond so, League.
0: Well well you guys well you're sunning yourself uh or maybe not you Tommy but uh you know I'll I'll be I'll be here. Um and we actually we are gonna have a special episode next week because it's a national runner week, folks. It's uh, Scotland's very first national runner week. Um so we're gonna have a we're gonna have a special episode uh in Tommy and Lou, Lewis's absence. Uh, with the chair of athletics trust Scotland and uh, West End Roadrunners as well uh Graham Jack who's going to talk all things uh national Runner week all things athletics trust Scotland and uh, you know basically what the what the the, the national runner week's all about uh, what the future plans are with the trust and uh, and finally we're gonna have um an, a, an athlete on called Stephen Beatty who has an incredible story of how his life was transformed uh, through athletics, and it's it's quite uh, it's quite detailed. It's quite moving, and it's certainly uh, inspiring as well to to the listeners. So stay tuned for next week's uh, episode in that of uh, of tartan Runner shorts. It'll be a, a bonus one national for the national Runner week. So there you go, folks. Um, but before we go, we 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 do have we've got one two things we need to to discuss. Number one, who is the uh, the TRS runner of the week or fortnight? We we're gonna have to call it now. Um, and uh, and and, and has anyone been wearing that you know pair of tie running shorts other than yours? Truly, well, Rico, like weekend, eh? Rico. I think Rico wrapping
1: yeah. a pair of TRS shorts for a a national yeah. silver medal at the the is it the ultra mid, ultra trail champs? Is that what
0: it is? The, yeah, ultra that trail champs. Trail. Yeah.
1: So I think that there's a that's. Uh, impressive. Otherwise, runner of the week.
0: Um, I was wearing my shorts. So we were, Debbie of course. And, sorry, and yeah, well, you said yours truly. Yeah, I thought you meant yourself. You, you, you commented on uh, oh, my Strava with Gary on it, so G- yeah, Gary's uh, getting that and I Gary as well mentioned, isn't he? Uh, so uh, yeah, the, uh, the else week. was, but I don't uh, know. Actually, I, I think it's a two. T- there was, I mean, what we've got to say is like, we we, we we look at results, we round up some of the results, but there's a hell of a lot of results in races in the last, which is great for the sport because you know during COVID there was nothing, but now we're just inundated with with uh, results. One, I'm going to put out uh, you know, uh, my my take on who I think who should have the the runner of the week is um, is Neil Gurley. He uh he just he was oh, running yeah. at the weekend yeah. and uh he ran 13-11 for Oof. the second is it the second second the fastest score ever yeah Blimey. he took took
2: a bandy was it five or six seconds
0: that? off his best yeah yeah you're right Th- thirty yeah five seconds so thirteen sixteen so you, he's which was indoors last winter as well um yeah so uh, you know for me. And someone we need to get on the show is it, we do actually. Yeah. Maybe may, maybe Lewis knows uh, knows someone who knows someone, or maybe he's got a direct contact who knows. He's probably probably have to go through an agent or something. But Neil, if you do listen to the, the show, I'm, I'm so just speculating
1: here. That's an amazing run. Is that Neil stepping up? And particularly no, and Lewis is shaking his head so I'm, I see Obuchi running at the 90 10Ks. What was it? 27.47 something like that. Yeah, and he's that's now talking about going longer on the roads now. Yeah. Does that create a vacuum at 5,000 in Scotland? Uh, but, Lewis, no, you're shaking
2: well, your head, so yeah. apparently not. No, well, well, I probably, well, I think I think Neil has been pretty clear that he's, he's looked at what it requires to be a top-class medalist over 1,500 metres. You need mm. the strength to go the rounds. You need the ability to go fast from the outset in the 1,500. I mean, these guys are running 56 seconds, Per 400 from the get go, and you need strength to do that. I don't know whether you saw Jakob and uh yesterday um, in the Diamond League. Uh, he ran 3:32, uh, beat Jared Nguz, um the 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 uh, American guy who was tipped to possibly uh, challenge him, but he ran away from the field probably in the last 150 meters. But but basically, in order to beat beat a guy like Ingebrigtsen, uh, and Jake, of course, did that at the World Championships last year, uh, you've got to be with him and you've got to be able to outkick him. So you've got to have the strength to do that. And I think what Neil's quite, quite rightly done is look to see, how how do I get that strength? Well, I need to be a better 5K runner. If you look at Ingebrigtsen, he's not really a great 800-metre runner. He's a brilliant 1500 to 5K runner. He's a great cross-country runner, European cross-country champion. And the kind of training that he does is is pretty much strength based, a lot of um Lactate Threshold work. He does about four Lactate Threshold sessions a week. Um so and a lot of folk are copying that now. So so people people want to um to be able to develop the strength to do that. And and um Jake Whiteman did that last year and Jake Jake had stepped up the previous winter. I mean he ran 737 indoors for for 3k. He also he ran a 5k as well. You know he, he built on his strength. He didn't like it, <laughs> I don't think, because he's more of an 800 1500 runner. But uh-huh. but that I think gave him the strength to 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 be with Ingebritsen and and kick him over the last 200. So so Neil's Neil I think has basically taken that uh, on board as have a number of other 1500 meter runners across the world. And so I don't I don't think he's making a move, Tom. Okay. as yet to be uh a 5k runner but but you just it just shows you that you know and, and Niels will run 144 over 800 as well mm-hmm. um wow. so that's you know if you can run 144 okay. if you've got a you know 1311 5k um that all goes really well for for a series of good 1500 meter performances and I really I really hope that um Neil can fulfil the the clear potential that, that that he has. He's been knocking on the door the last couple of years, uh, and he's done. He's you know he's he's taken his own feedback and and he's fed it forward into his preparation, mm. um, and and I and I hope he gets success with that. Nice.
0: Uh, I think uh, also Jacob Bingham announced his. Going to try for the the two mile world record at the Paris Diamond League on is it the 9th of June I think. Um, so the the record seven fifty eight set by Daniel Komen, um yeah in nineteen ninety seven. So that will be that'd be interesting to watch the in, in yeah. It's a softer record
2: than the three k record.
0: Yeah. 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 I so, suppose so it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Course.
2: So so it's a softer record than that. Then it's, it's a and it's probably was
0: it's yeah. It's also a, a distance that's not really, yeah. It doesn't happen as as frequently. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on there as well. But yeah, lots of races happening and taking part. You know, from back to ultras really in the next few weeks. Mm. So we'll be yeah. We'll keep yourself. we will keeping keep you you up to date as much as we can. And um, yeah, it's it's uh it's been great to to chat to you both and. I've really enjoyed this episode. Probably the most informative episode we've ever had yeah, in the podcast. Time, yeah. So yeah. Thanks to thanks to Lewis and uh, and and us chipping in where we can as well. But um, Kyle, you're just full of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. I'm>
1: <laughs> well, enjoy but, uh, enjoy uh, enjoy your warm weather training club of Santa Louis and yeah, Kyle enjoy yeah, National yeah. Running Week. We'll be we'll be uh, all putting our shoes on hope the listeners are jumping into um national run week as well so
0: and, and a, a good a good plug there so entrycentral.com forward slash national runner week folks uh, to sign up it's only five pounds to enter. um you get this podcast and words of wisdom from uh I was gonna say myself and tom there but d- certainly Lewis. Uh, so yeah sign up and um you, you'll be raising funds for disadvantaged communities um to who haven't had the chance to access athletics and running and here's uh their chance so uh do what you can and sign up to the 5k challenge as well but in the in meantime of, enjoy in the terms of plugs
1: I, i'm going to make a plug as well metro abedin oh, yes, 10k first uh first friday of the of june i think it's the friday this in fact it's this friday friday the second of june so if you're at a loose end you're in the northeast about a race of fast 5, 10k this weekend Metro Aberdeen, Beach 10k, uh, that's the one you should
0: be looking at, so yeah. And and they've got f- fantastic medals as well, uh, they're, they're like, have you seen them? You, they look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> They're like bottle they're like wee bottles of sand in them, I think, and it says uh Metro aberdeen ten K, doesn't it? Never I mean, mind that, yeah. the
2: quality, feel the width of that medal. <laughs> yeah, <That's> exactly. It.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's about getting times, not medals. Eh? Yeah. That's aye. Indeed. Well, for some people anyway. But right, well, thanks for that. Anything you want to plug, Lewis, other than Club of Santa? He's already got uh, a plug in. Th- He's on the books. <laughs> yeah (laughs) i think think i've plugged enough thanks All all right